Everybody good? Let's have the word. Amen. Give it up for Makita. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, do me a favor here because this is just a test for me. I'm Pastor Don. I'm one of the founding pastors of this church. If you have not been to this church for more than two years, would you please stand? I'm just trying to. I'm just, hey, none of y'all. I never seen any of y'all before because y'all with that family right there. So yeah, just go ahead, stand right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. What, I, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to sh- shake us up with is as a local church. Thank you. You can have your seat. Thank you so much. Um, is that we are constantly evolving? You know that most of you young people are like interns or something right or you go to school and you just start coming all right so with that the reality is i don't preach that often amen but interestingly enough every time i get to preach they know i'm you know i I preach long so what they do is they add in all this other stuff to try to put pressure on me (laughs) to not be so (laughs) long-winded but it worked it's good it's good i feel i feel the love i feel the love I do feel the love. But since we're not here next week. Huh? Come on, preacher. Come on now. Huh? Huh? That will work to my advantage. Because I saw some people who were in deep distress. So we're going to go on and preach from now until next Sunday. To relieve those people of that distress. No, I promise you, you will get out of here before tomorrow. But that's the best I can do at this point. Plus, we do, we have the, uh, the children are here. So, praise God. Just bear with me in my craziness. Amen? But, um, a merry heart does good like a medicine, right? Because actually my message is pretty serious. Which, if you know me by now, that's usually the case. The uh, choir is is actually... When I, whenever I do finish, they're going to sing a song that's a response time, response song. I need, I saw Chris Lee, um, Chris Lee, I need you too, Alan. If you two will go get the pillows, please, um, because I want the response time to also people have an opportunity if they want to just get on the altar with God. Um, because our world is in a serious situation. I see you smiling. When you smiling, don't try to fake it, diamond. I see. <laughs> our world is in a serious situation. And I don't think we recognize the gift that we have in this room right now. Most of the world, when it comes to seeking God are not in environments where there's multicultural reality. And the thing is, I want you to understand some of the stuff I'm probably going to say today, some of you will be offended. But that's okay. Thank you, Kenny. I appreciate that, brother. But that's okay. Because, see, at some point, we all got to want to be a part of the solution versus being spectators versus doing what we're doing here. Don't you like this? is fun. All up together. 
And so we want to take advantage of this moment. There's a little chorus to this song in the sanctuary. Some of the choirs over here, right? And I like the little part where it says, come and... Okay, could y'all do that acapella for me? <laughs> What's going to happen now? Oh, now y'all going to go professionalize it. Come and lay down the burdens you have carried. Because in the sanctuary... Guess what? God. I told y'all y'all could do it. Come and lay down. The burdens. God. Alright, that's that's good. Now that, that real that was real simple, but guess what? Here's our challenge. Do we believe that? How you doing, sweetie? Great superstars in the house today. Come on. Have you graduated? December. Come on now. Get on getting up out of there, girl. Serious. Now she's a worship leader at VCU University. Praise God. I forget this stuff is being recorded. I'm sorry, babe. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> but in the sanctuary, God is here. And so where you at? Don't go. Come on. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. Come on, man. See, because, see, now all of this, don't think I'm like messing up. No, all this is intentional. Because I'm sorry, church, you know the way we do church? It just don't work like that. Life does not work in 18 steps. Stuff happens. Charlottesville happened. And the people of God, we have got to know that God is with us. And when Fox News or CNN, whatever your choice is, say yada, 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 you better know what does God say? What does God say? And check this out. And don't just tell me what God says to, you know, your little church friends. What does God say to the person you encounter on the street that's in a rage, that's in anger? How do you respond with the gospel, with the life of Jesus? Well, wait a minute, man. Nobody want to hear no preaching. I ain't talking about no preaching. I'm talking about how you living. How you living. You see, because see, yesterday, Charlottesville couldn't touch what I experienced yesterday in the Albert's house. Charlottesville couldn't touch that. It was all kind of people up in somebody's house celebrating somebody and all of us didn't look alike. And it was authentic and it was real. People coming together across races, across all of that to love on somebody. And you guess what? Somebody need to know that. And so what I need for you today, I'm going to preach like a wild chicken eagle horse. I'm going to yell at you. I'm going to scream at you. I'm going to do all that. Because at the end of the day, if you can come into a place like this and then leave a place like this and nobody knows that you came to a place like this, then why are you coming to this? Somebody got to be unashamed. The world is not what CNN or Fox News tell me it is. That's not my world. Because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world.
well, 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 wait a minute now. Hold up. Hold on there, preacher. Now, come on now. What you saying? That's what I'm saying. And so here at Eastern Fellowship, I'm telling you, man. Now, how many people went to the Friday night thing? Didn't y'all do something Friday night? Where the people at? Did y'all, did y'all do it Friday night? Did wins? Did y'all do something? Did y'all do something Friday? Y'all go, okay, no, come on, bro. Don't be ashamed, bro. Come on. What is y'all? Every other Friday or what? What is it? Every other Friday group of people just going up into this big, beautiful house and say, okay, God, show up. That's all they do. Put on a little tape or CD, something. You know, I'm old. I still say tape. You know, you know, they put on music and they just say, come on, God. That's foolishness. And these people are not crazy. They break. They're smart people. I ain't gonna call them out, but they're brilliant. Even earth tellers would think they're smart. But they love God. And they know that there's something more than a bunch of people hanging in a room like this on Sunday. And don't nobody know you do that on Monday. Because you, you have not chosen to articulate that the divine reality of your life is not some compartment called going to church. This is who I am. Go ahead and touch the person beside you. Oh, you, 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 did you. Did you know he was going to be preaching today? Touch, ask him. Just say, did you know, did you know he was going to be preaching? Well, why, did they say, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me if you knew this was the problem? going to be? <laughs> So look, look at what we got up here. Living heaven on earth doing the Bible. Living heaven on earth. How many people want to go to heaven? Don't try to fake it now. Raise your hand. You, you know you can't. You want to go to heaven. See that? Look at you. Want to go to heaven. Where it's going to be peace and harmony. We all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be. So I got a little black preacher in me too. But this is what Jesus said. Put up the first slide, sweetie. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on Mars as it is in heaven. Oh, excuse me. That didn't say Mars. What What does it say, brother? On earth? Let me ask you a question. If you get this wrong, bro, we got a problem. Are you on earth right now? There you go. You think the rest of the people here on earth too? Yeah, look, you just look around. Let me double check. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And again, I'm, I'm t- again, you know, I, I, I appreciate this methodology called preaching. The dude get up and he talk to you and you say amen. Some of you don't say amen, whatever. I appreciate that. But, the, but, the, but, you know, that's, that's what I got to use today. So that's what we got to use. But if it was up to me, really, I would love you to come and sit on my porch amen. and we talk about this and we go at it. We go at it. You ain't got to like, you know, submit because the preacher got the mic. It'd be like me and you talking and I'll be talking like I really believe it. And you'll be like scared. Because you're like, man, just do He act like he really believe like God is his father. That's what it starts with. Our father. Okay, Dave. Right there, you, right there you should be excited. That the creator of the universe would allow himself to be identified with you. No, I'm sorry. You're probably concerned that he would identify himself with me. You'd be like, my God, he wants to claim Don, my Lord. 
But our reality is, that's what we got to get, ladies and gentlemen. We got to get that down. In our, God is our father. We're not mere humans. What you saw with Amy today, she's not just a mere human. She has accepted Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. And she's come before us and say, I'm in. I'm all in. And I'm all in with all of my mess, with all of my fears, but I'm still all in. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see something different for Charlottesville, if you want to see something different, because it's tra- that foolishness is coming to Richmond, Virginia, and if you think the mayor, if you think city council, if you think the governor go come up with something to stop men with broken hearts, you are deceived. Great, day them on it. You know what? I'm, I'm on now. That should have been a big copy. Now I ain't getting nothing. Because again, it's got you. It's got you. This gospel doesn't have you yet. You're not convinced that Jesus is really the only answer for our world. We think there's some other solution. And then we're afraid to get into the marketplace and get into the sway. And go toe-to-toe with anybody. And check this out. When I go toe-to-toe, that means I probably will have to humble myself and die and listen to what they got to say. <laughs> you better read the Bible. Your Savior was crucified for those who were messing up. He didn't kill them. He let them kill him. But guess what? He, had a, he knew what was going to happen. What was going to happen? Resurrection. And see, that's our deal. We don't ever get to resurrection power because we're afraid to get killed. We don't see the brokenness of the systems of our world. The church has been complicit with the broken systems and we won't even own it. And then when we do own it, we still want to act like we're really righteous then. Then we want to switch to, but Jesus is the answer. Well, where was Jesus when you were agreeing with the foolishness of how the system got set up? Where was your Jesus then? And guess what? The only way you get through that stuff is by the power of God. You're not going to figure that out. It's going to take the power of God. And the first place you got to experience the Father of God, power of God, is that you got to believe that God is actually your Father. So would you do this for me? Would you just turn to the person beside you? Don't worry about it. Say, Don told me to do it. Just ask him. Say, do you believe that God is your father? Go ahead. Believe that God is your father. Do you believe that God is your father? All right. Good. All right. Now, now, this is, don't panic. Don't panic. This is all I need. Did anybody, somebody said to them, yes, anybody. Anybody, somebody say yes. Okay, all I need is one. So I'm now, from now on, I'm preaching to Aisha. Or Shekinah, one of y'all. One of y'all say a yes to each other, all right? So when we believe that God is our Father, see, then we go on to the next one. Go ahead, next, next slide. And this is from the book of Malachi, from the Message Bible. I just love the Message Bible. I just love the Bible, period. Again, let me make sure, because I know some of you are, are smarter than me. Okay. I am not trying to preach a message to you. I am not trying to make like certain exact points in a specific way that eventually you will reason it out and go, yes, I understood what he was saying. I'm not even trying to do that. 
Okay, love my wife. Don't you love my wife? Look at that sister be laying in there like, don't, don't even try, bro. Don't even try. I'm not trying it. I'm actually hoping that the Holy Spirit will actually reveal something to you. What do you mean? What do you mean the Holy Spirit? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about the Holy Spirit? Anybody? Anybody got some perfume in their pocket? In their pocketbook? Some spray? Body spray? My wife does. Okay, thank you, sweet. Take that out, sweet. All right, there we go. How you doing, Kenny? You doing good? So Kenny tell me to say, Don, I refuse to smell whatever you're going to spray out of that bottle. Do you smell it? Thank you very much. What's the point? And the point is, the point is exactly what he said at first. You can choose not to smell it. That doesn't mean it wasn't sprayed on you. It doesn't mean it wasn't in the, the, the vicinity for you to receive it. And that's the deal with the Holy Spirit. That's all. It's real simple. God is doing this. And you can do like Kenny at first. No, I don't smell nothing. No, I don't smell it. And then God go. <laughs> you know, you know, bro said, oh, I smell it there. I smell it there. <laughs> but some of us, come on now. Some of us, even when God go, we keep on. Oh, no, I don't smell that. I don't, I don't receive the Holy Spirit. I, 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 don't, I don't need all that. I don't need all that. And so guess what? Because we don't need all that, we're not making the impact on our world that we need to make. We're not making the impact on our world that we see in the Bible with signs and wonders and the power of God manifesting. We've relegated all that to the Bible days as if the Bible days ended. Somewhere. Versus we're supposed to be a continuation. Jesus already had prophesied that when he said, told his disciples, greater works than these shall you do. And then another place he said, those that will believe on you, believe on me out of your words. We're those people. There should be an expectancy of us that God does things that we cannot do on our own. And that's why I told you, if you have it, get over there on some of those every other Friday nights and learn how to sit in the presence of God and hope that God shows something to you. Or come on Monday nights when they be praying, same thing. But if you too big and bad, you too educated to desire more of God, you've been tricked by the D-E-V-I-L. See, I can spell. <laughs> now look at this. Don't we all come from one father? See, this is the ludicrousness of Charlottesville. As the people of God, we believe the Bible. And the Bible provokes us, as it was provoking these people, I'm provoking us. Could we believe that? Can we, can we answer that question? Yes. 
aren't we all created by the same God? So why can't we get along? Why do we desecrate the covenant of our ancestors that binds us together? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say something to you. And I want to say it to you with absolute courage. God is not colorblind. <laughs> Take a morning, man. Somebody help somebody. Please don't go around telling people that. No, he know exactly what he disguised you in. Because he knows greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. He gave you whatever skin color or culture you come from. He gave you that as a tool to use to win other people who are blind. Because they roll up on Kenny and say, Yo, oh, I can talk to Kenny. He white like me. And then Kenny be like talking to him. And they be like, wait a minute, you're a different kind of white though. this Jesus he keep talking about Jesus and love God and all that whoa 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 whoa, whoa. what's up with that and they roll up on Sam back then saying oh man he 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 African man he can relate to me he from Africa and they started talking to him he started talking about Jesus oh he a different kind of African but you know what he remind me of Kenny Wait a minute, hold up, something going on here. Cause he an African, he a Caucasian, but they remind me of each other when they talk. What's your greater nationality identity? Where you come from for real? For real, where you come from? Do you know where you come from? As a follower of Jesus, do you really know where you come from? And do you know that this earthly stuff, you're using it for the glory of the kingdom of God? It's never to supersede your greater identity that if any man be in Christ. But guess, check this. I will never reject the way God made me. I'm black as I can be. But it does not define me. But if I can use it to reach you, if you can feel a little more comfortable when I talk to you, because at first you see me, you say, well, we we got something to relate. I'm going to work that. And for you other people, if you see it and it makes you a little uncomfortable, I'm going to lowball you and not be afraid of you and love you. You see, ladies and gentlemen, I heard about this um, this African American gentleman who was reaching out to white supremacists, and somebody got upset with him. And they didn't even know—I don't even know if he was a Christian, to be honest with you. I'm believing he was. But what was powerful was that he wasn't afraid of that. He accepted no. I'm trying, I'm trying to win white supremacists. I'm trying to hate them. I'm trying to change their minds. And he said, guess what? You know what? I've done it. You can come to my house and I've collected several Ku Klux Klan hoods 
people who were formerly in the Klan who are now no longer white supremacists. Any of y'all got some of that going on? Where your life for Jesus is so serious that you help people understand that they really come from the same father that you got? That you all of one father? Go ahead to the next slide. I'm going to be done for real. So let me, I'm going to let y'all in on my process. So here's the deal. Hours and hours and days and days. Praying and praying, praying, and praying. Praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. That's 16 slides. And we just on number three. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm getting worked, buddy. But you know what? The Lord is merciful. Y'all better say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being merciful. Y'all should be saying it loud. Like, praise God. Thank you. Because I guess all that was for me. That was for me. That was for me. That wasn't for y'all. That was for me. Now I got to figure out how to shut this down. So here we go. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father. Do we have one father? Can we can we at least get that point? Do we do we have one father? 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 And now here's the key with that one father. He's expecting you to come and talk to him. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you've been paying any attention, that's what I've been saying. Spend time with God. Friday nights. You can go spend every other Friday night. You can go over to Wynn's house, hang out, just be with God, be with people trying to figure out what does it mean to just be in the presence of God when nobody's going to try to make you know what he's saying. You get to get there yourself and try to figure out, well, what is he saying to me? Monday night, same thing in prayer. They're praying. They're seeking God. If you, if you've not experienced that, if you're struggling with knowing God for yourself, prayer is the safest place to try to figure that out. Also, I'm making a blanket statement. Uh, Toya keeps my calendar, but I live at 507 Mosby Street, and I love to just come sit on my porch and talk about God. I ain't going to judge you, but I'm going to push you off the cliff, no question. Because I believe this stuff. I believe it. I believe it all the way. And, and that's what God has released me to in my latter years now. I'm just done. I'm done with churchianity and churchiology. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I know we can come in here and fake it. We can do it. It's just, you can do it. You can pull it off. you be like, yeah, I'm a Christian. But what you going to do with somebody get up like Amy did and take the mask off all the way like. You know, I could have came to this baptism today worrying about what people going to think that I'm just getting baptized. That was naked, baby. That was naked. That was a beautiful naked because it made everybody else naked. And when everybody get naked, it's ugly. It's ugly. Some ugly stuff come out when everybody get naked. But it's a good kind of ugly because we like to be pretty. We like performance. We like pretending. And our world would allow us to do it because the devil knows what's up. If the people of God really awaken from our slumber, if we stop getting excited about just coming here, if we really get excited about living this out on the outside, living it out when people don't like what we got to say to them, loving somebody when they treat us with hate, we love them even stronger. That's when our world is going to be changed. 
my little friend back there at Albert Hill Middle School. Came here last year feeling like she was at the end of her rope. She said, Pastor Don, would you pray with me? And I prayed with her. And guess what she did? She went back and said, I'm going to pray before I go to my classroom. I'm going to pray before I go to school. And she said, something changed, Pastor Don. She said, the kid's still acting up, but something changed. And you guys, who changed? She changed on the inside. The hope of God was greater than the hopelessness of Richmond's public schools. Her hope of Jesus inside of her overcame that. So I rolled up on her the day before service. I said, you going back? She said, yeah, I'm going back. That's what I'm talking about. So don't you think I'm talking some fantasy island? I'm talking about real life on the ground. Your Jesus makes a difference in your life. Your father God gives you strength and hope to go into a classroom with kids with brokenness and all kind of craziness. You don't become another person putting it down. You say, no, I'm in here for the fight. I bow my knees to my father. From whom every family in heaven and earth is named. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your brother. I'm in your family. If you're in the family of God. So when you go home and think about this message, remember, whoever you say something bad about, that was a family member. That was your brother you talking about. I skipped like three slides. All right, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Guess what? We must have more of the power of the spirit. Who's singing next? Is this a choir? Y'all go ahead and start making y'all way up there. Y'all get y'all should stop feeling good now. Okay. All right. It looks like it's coming to quiet. At least, at least the quiet is up there. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> That's it. Brother pull that. He pulled the quiet up there card. They're going to be standing up for a long time. <laughs> God. They're young, though. They're young. See, if they had some of us older folk in there, I would have took some mercy. They're young. They can stand up there a little while. <sighs> we, have, we must have more of the power of the spirit would you do this for me would you touch the person beside you and say do you have a thirst for more of the power of the spirit (sighs) praise God Uh, Chris Lee I need your help again I need your help again I need you to go get a, a pitcher of water and a cup quick 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 son quick quick We must have more of the power of the Spirit. Go ahead to the next slide, sweetie. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Somebody said that's in the Bible. I want you to see that because sometimes we read that and we add all other kind of stuff in. you will receive okay come on but you shall receive you shall receive you shall receive you shall receive when what does what here I have a cup 
Y'all come my witnesses because y'all close, all right? There's a cup. Nothing in the cup. See that? This is the Holy Spirit. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit shall come upon you. All right? See the empty cup? See the Holy Spirit. Now, if you're following the exact words I've just talked about, what does the cup now have? Come on, give it up for these young people right here. (laughs) Have you received the Holy Spirit? If you receive the Holy Spirit, then you got power. Great, take them on it. It's just that simple. But I want you to see something. When I was pouring the Spirit, what did the cup do? What did the cup do? Come on, say it loud. Come on now. What did the cup do? Received it. That's all. I know, again, I'm telling you, you, you're afraid to say answers like that because it makes it too real. The cup didn't move. The cup didn't like try to run. The cup didn't put a cover over himself. Cup just sat there. (laughs) And received. Would you lift your hands open like this? Just do that. You don't have to if you want to. Just lift your hands open like that. Say, Father God, I choose to receive the Holy Spirit. I choose to receive the Holy Spirit and the power that comes with that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Pastor Don, how you know that works? <laughs> I ain't tell you what's going to work. I just told you to do it. For we walk by. That's all, man. Now, you'll know if something happened to you by this next piece. And you will be my witnesses. 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 Next slide. And we're done. Okay. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And I put this slide in there because I want you to know who I am. This is who I am. Just like they had people like that in the Bible. This is me in 2017. This is what I do. I give myself to the word of God in prayer. That's what I do. I'm not joking. I'm not up here. I'm not fronting. I'm not trying to pretend. You can ask my wife. I get on her nerves. Where you going? Going to pray. Where you going? Don't you see that trash right there, bro? Where you going? I'm going to pray. <laughs> so you work, work, pray for the brother. Sister be on me. She's right. You do some other stuff too. But I can tell you, this is real for me. I'll devote myself to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And what they said pleased the whole gathering. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. We're looking for Stephens today. We're looking for men and women who will be full of faith and full of the spirit. Is that what you want to be identified by? Or when somebody roll up and say, hey, who are you? 
Oh, you, do you, most of the time, well, you know what we do when they ask us that? We tell them what we do. Well, I'm a so-and-so. Well, I'm a so-and-so. I dare you. If you're for real, the next time somebody wrote me, say, well, what, 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 what are you? Who are you? What do you do? I'm full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you want to start a conversation? What are you, what, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm full of faith. And I'm also full of the Holy Spirit. That's my truest identity. It just so happens I may do it at this place or that place. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for truth today. Oh, man. What you are saying to them, your Holy Spirit is so available. Your word is so available. They have one Father. And our world needs to know that. Our world needs to know that we're at least making an attempt to counteract the mess we saw in Charlottesville. But it only happens through the power of the Spirit. Just getting in a room together won't do it. It's got to be by the power of the Spirit. So they're going to sing this song. It's a beautiful song. But while they're singing this song, if you're saying to yourself, you know what? Something in the message today spoke to me. I heard God say something to me. Maybe you stay at your seat or maybe you come and get on the altar and just say, God, would you seal in me what you're saying to me today? Maybe you were, when I told you to open your hands and pray for the Holy Spirit, maybe you were like, I'm serious about that. Again, maybe you want to come to the altar and just seal the deal with God and say, God, I want more of the power of the Spirit. I acknowledge that. I acknowledge my need for it. I want to again speak like I did a few weeks ago. I spoke specifically to men. Men, our world is waiting for us to be unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That our full identity, our greater identity, is in the fact that we are followers of Jesus. We can say that on the basketball court. We can say that in the gym. We can say that anywhere we are in the marketplace. Anywhere uh, male ego is rising up, we'll go low and esteem our brothers higher than ourselves. So Lord, I cry out today in this place. That every one of us would be provoked to want more of your spirit. And Lord, I cry that that desire will come into a real reality. Lord, already I pray into next weekend when people, we won't be gathering at this place. But people will choose to gather. Maybe choose to hang around somebody that don't have the same culture or skin color of them. Just to be intentional about actually doing something different. Or maybe a group of people get together and say, hey, man, what, 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 what about this Holy Spirit stuff Pastor Don is talking about? What, let's, let's, just, let's just get together and get in the word around the Holy Spirit and the power of the Spirit. Let's, let's do that. Thank you, baby, for that confirmation. 
So Lord, we honor you today. Even in this song, help us to hear that you're with us. We don't have to go searching for you, God. You're with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Sing choir. Would you clap your hands even before they sing? Would you clap your hands?
Clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands. Come on, come on, hold on. Praise God. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I'm gonna give it to you. Okay, sweet. <clears throat> now let me let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this to y'all. I love y'all with all my heart. Amen. I want you to know that. I absolutely love you. But I, I, I want y'all to really understand. I got, I mean, I, I got, I got stuff going on with me too, man. It, it's not easy for me to preach like that. My brother, his name is Chris. He's 55, I'm 56. But he walks the streets right here in this neighborhood. Walks the streets. And I cry and I cry and I pray and I pray. And I cry and I cry and I pray and I pray. And I want to wonder, God, what's, I want something change. It's a young lady by the name of Amy Nowlin. She's been praying for me and my family for over 15 years. Most days she can't come out of her house because of sickness and disease. And I cry and I cry. And I pray and I pray and I cry and I cry and I pray and I pray. So so don't 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 think for a moment when I preach like I really believe this stuff that everything's like happening for me. No, that ain't it. But you know what I did? I've learned to do that. 
I learned to lay that. I got to lay that. I got to lay my brother at the Lord. I got to lay, I got to lay them at the Lord. I can't, I, I, that ain't, I mean, at some point that ain't my business. But God is still a healer. He's still a deliverer from mental illness. He's still all of that. And when my eyes try to deceive me, come and lay down the burdens you have carried. Because in the sanctuary, guess what? Now, 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 just in case, just in case you're thinking this is the sanctuary. <laughs> you're in trouble if this is the only sanctuary, right, Chris? The only sanctuary. You got to wait till Sunday's at four. You're in trouble. Because stuff happened during the week, don't it? Know you not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Anytime you choose to bow down before God, he's there. He'll never leave you, nor forsake you. So I don't know about you, but I've enjoyed this service today. Have you enjoyed it? I've enjoyed it. I had a good time. <laughs> hey, look, look. I want y'all to know that I'm serious, especially y'all young people over here just getting here. Please, please come sit on my porch. You don't have a clue what you're doing down here. I'm telling you. I'm going to tell you in advance. They tricked you, but you can't. Amen. You came. Some of y'all in school and all that. Come, come sit on my porch. Let me work with you. God got a plan for your life. And it's not to save the verse, save everybody else. He's the savior. He's trying to save you. He's trying to change you. But the way he does that is you position yourself to be changed. And one of the ways you can do that is it ain't got to be me. You can, you can sit on, uh, what, what the Ramesh? He's smart too. He's pretty, pretty, pretty cool too. He, he loved Jesus too. Go sit on Ramesh. Ramesh. They got a porch. They have a porch. They got a nice house too. <laughs> but position yourself to allow people that's been around here to, to speak into your life. Amen. Now this, they got a final song here. This is one of them happy songs. Amen. It's a happy song. It is a happy song. This is a happy song. So you got to get on up and get ready for something on this. All right.
Be with this. Yeah. 